0: You're listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast, Episode 221, the best Disney filler songs ranked. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with... The Rotoscopers, the number one place to get your animation fix with animation addicts just like you. Each episode, we dive into the wonderful world of animation featuring Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and everything in between. From hilarious discussions and movie reviews to interviews with industry insiders, this show's mission is to brighten your day through our love of animation. So hop on your nerdy couch, grab some snacks, and get ready to hang out with your animation besties because it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey there, animation addicts. My name is Chelsea Robson.
1: And I'm Morgan Stradling.
0: Morgan, we're going to talk some music today. We're jumping on the comfy couch. The nerdy couch discussion today is going to be all about the music that we listen to. And it all stemmed from the first question that one of our patrons sent us. Is there a Disney song you wish you'd written? And this was given to us by Rose and hey rose hey rose
1: Rose! rose.
0: <laughs> the thing is like when i heard when i heard this song i would be like well the music lover in me just says well yes all of the best ones all i wish the Disney songs. <laughs> <laughs> i wish that i would have written all of them because dang that's a lot of money one and then two it's just like you are in the pantheon of of expression of peoples mm-hmm. and that is amazing. So I I didn't really feel like that would be a fair question.
1: Well, I'll answer it a little okay, bit. Okay, go go for it. Like obviously, there's Disney songs you'd wish you'd written. You want the from a financial perspective, <laughs> right. um, you want the blockbusters. Okay, so the Lopez's are rolling in the dough. Yes, because of Let It Go, right? But yes. also all the other songs. But I think particularly Let It Go. If you were to think if you were to take one song from Frozen it's Let It Go because that's the one that got played. From the last,
0: if you take one song from the last decade, it's going to be Let It Go.
1: Yeah, and then like a lot of the ones from, you know, the Renaissance, I think your best bet is the ones that that give you like the one-two punch. For example, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, but it also gets played with the, r&b remix at the Ah, end so you're getting double duty double dipping right there with with the royalties right um you know lion king can you feel the love tonight it was long you know and then that also is played in the credits so anything from you know those mega mega hits um i can show you the world basically the big love numbers were Mm -hmm. the ones in the 90s that also got the r&b like radio you know like it we don't First, I don't know why it's not cool for regular songs to be played on the radio from the movies, but it's like, <laughs> oh, if we got like Celine Dion, cool, great, we're gonna play it. And they did lots and lots. So um another thing, one that I think would just be fantastic is when you wish upon a star, because yeah. I think Disney itself plays that every single day yeah. <laughs> in their parks. Um, so that Holy would be crap, just that's fan. Fantastic. Yeah. It's like every single fireworks show. And yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, it anything that have. like Disney is, has just like turned into the Canon of like the Disney brand, mm-hmm. for example, Zippity doodah. Well, eh, maybe not so much anymore with, with splash mountain going away, but I feel like that was kind of like a quintessential Disney song. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, the, the ones I'd wish I'd written the mega popular ones that are still popular to this day yeah
0: <laughs> yeah 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 but that's a very like short discussion because we can we're just done. Cu- <laughs> we're, we're
1: done well because we come at it from the angle of yeah what is my path to making the most money retrospectively looking at these songs right you know i'm sure other people when they analyze this are like oh this song because it means so much to me or this song because it's such a classic and i'm like nope but you can't argue <laughs> you can't argue that because they
0: are getting paid so much is because they have that much more effect on people that's that's being used in so many other ways. And so therefore you have yes. even more influence because of the song that you wrote. It just gets used so much. And mm-hmm. that's one way that you're able to, like, say, yeah, I wrote a really good song because a lot of people are able to get a lot of use out of it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, like it's you know 8 minutes later we're done um so that's until next time <laughs> see ya so i decided that we would we'd would kind of like go in and when we were first talking about this we were like okay well what other kind of song questions could we like go into and as we were talking about these we we basically were like okay we need to extend this conversation a little bit and so we are going to jump into the different songs that form a like mostly in movie musicals and the different songs and what they play a part in and so we're going to be doing a series of these over the next couple nerdy couch discussions which i'm totally stoked about and we're going to jump more into that but first i know morgan was she was actually telling me about a book that she got and it plays really well into get it plays uh really (laughs) well into this conversation
1: So I was watching a YouTube channel and the guy's name is Sideways and he's all about music in movies and he dissects, you know, music theory and different themes, and it's just so, so fascinating. And in one of his videos, he talked about this book called Understanding the Fundamentals of Music. And he's like, hey, I went to music school, but this book is fantastic. You should check it out. And basically, whenever anyone recommends a book, immediately I add it to my Goodreads. I go check my Libby app, which is basically a a digital library with my local library. Um, and I, I request it. So this one, there was no one waiting for it. And I was shocked because this is one that I want to go back to again and again and again. It's called Understanding the Fundamentals of Music by Robert Greenberg. And this is done by great courses. And basically what this book is, it's basically a college course that they've turned into audiobook form, and it's specifically designed for audio. So he's teaching you these principles of music entirely auditorially. So you're not looking necessarily at music on a staff or notes, but the way that he's able to describe these principles is so, so good. And I have grew up playing the piano and the violin. I played orchestra and I'm learning so much. I'm like, how come no one ever explained this to me or no one ever taught me this? Um, in the, the instructor, Robert Greenberg, he is by far the best audiobook narrator that I've ever come across. Except really? the, ex- the exceptions are the Harry Potter books. Oh my gosh. He's hilarious. He's funny. So, if you have any interest in learning about music and how it works, maybe you played an instrument, maybe you sing, I highly recommend understanding the fundamentals of music. It's so good. I am blown away. I can't wait to listen to it again. So, yes, I'm a big, big fan.
0: Sweet. I love it. All right. So Morgan turned me on to the YouTube channel Sideways and he was going through a couple of the different songs and like within a movie musical, like what their purpose is. And I had never heard anybody explain it like this. And it Mm -hmm. made so much sense. So the first one you have, you generally have the exposition song. Many times it is like a full ensemble singing um, so uh-huh. the ones I think about most is kind of like the Bells of Notre Dame, you know, the Bells of Notre Dame. Yes. Um, And then you have the I Want song, which most people end up knowing about because, you know, you watch anything with Howard Ashman and he really hit hard on the I Want song, which is the main mm-hmm. protagonist at the beginning of the show expresses the end goal that that person has. And then you have The Villain Song, which is oh so delicious. Uh, the Villain Song basically shares the antagonist's goal or path that they are already on and kind of is used as more of the I am song. Ooh. I, that's one I had never heard explained that way, but I was like, no, that's totally right. You can think of Scar. OK, what is his is this is his villain song. And he's like, this is what I am. And we're going to move forward um or even
1: (laughs) we're gonna move forward well
0: (laughs) like for whatever reason i'll my lawyers talk
1: to your lawyers and we'll be moving forward with this
0: (laughs) i'm thinking of of scar but like i'm hearing Gaston kill the beast and i'm like wait these are totally different and i can't move (laughs) What was the song that Scar sang? Be prepared. (laughs) Be prepared. There you go. But, you know, both, both songs work as the I am or this is the path that I'm already on. Kill the beast. And then you have a love song and then you have the finale. And generally the finale is kind of like a big thing and it's fun. But then the problem is that most of the time they need a little extra time to fill or like just let the story breathe or maybe they just need to fill up a six song EP, which is why they bring in the filler song. <laughs> <laughs> and of all of the songs that we're going to choose to talk about today on the start of this series of what songs are the best of these categories in Disney movies, we're going to start with the best filler song in a Disney movie.
1: Woot woot. I love it. I'm excited for this because OODA Lally, there are a lot.
0: There are are actually but there's not as many as you would think so as in all of my nerdy couch discussions that i pull out i have to have rules because if you're mm. going to go through over 50 some odd movies which she did which <laughs> i did 60 movies i went through all 60 uh, soundtracks for each one of these films and this was my Saturday.
1: Um, and, uh, <laughs> so I, guys, before we get started, send Chelsea a coffee. <laughs> buy yes. her a coffee, rotoscopers.com slash buy Chelsea a coffee. Uh, <laughs> just give her a little give her a little something in the chip jar for doing the Lord's work for us.
0: <laughs> this is this was a a, a big deal <laughs> yeah so all of the original soundtracks i went through and i had the rules and my rules because you have you're going through 60 of these and you have to not every movie is a movie musical so that takes it down but also not every movie musical has a filler song at least not one that fits my criteria so the criteria are as follows the first one is is the song must be written for the movie that it is in. Okay. So for example, if you look at like Lilo and Stitch, you have a whole bunch of Elvis songs in there. These songs were not written for Lilo mm. and Stitch. And so they right. cannot be used as, even though they, they may come out and they may maybe singing along with them, they don't progress the story at all. But at the same time, it was not written for this. So it doesn't count. Okay. It must have words which means it cannot be an instrumental because that would be a totally different category in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is the song cannot move the plot forward. Like if you were to take this song out, it would not matter. And you would my still life know is fine. your life is fine. It's a little yes. sadder just because generally those are fun songs, but these are songs that I do not need in order to understand this, the story. Yeah. And then also, it cannot be a song that explains the character or their motives. Okay. And also no credit songs, either at the beginning or at the end. Because at that point, the movie's over. So. Right. So yeah. it's no longer filler. This is, it has a point. So out of these 60 movies, I found 20 filler songs Ooh, Okay. that we get to go through today.
1: So speaking of this, if you want to see the entire list of all 60 movies that Chelsea broke down, one of our patron perks is that you get access to our recording document. So if you join the club, join your new group of friends and become a patron, you can get access to this document right away. So you can check it out and see the ones that did not make the list. So go to rotoscopers.com slash Patreon to check it out and to join the club. All right. So,
0: the first one, we've I've narrowed it down like I said to about 20 different options. Now, Snow White, you had two options. You had the silly song, which is the dwarfs mm-hmm. yodeling song, or you had the
1: Yodleru.
0: Yeah, that one. Uh and then we also have the Bubble Uddle Um Dum, the dwarfs washing song. So,
1: both of those you could take out at any point in time sorry. I'm going to sing for every single one of these. I'll do (laughs) my own little version.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we, those are two. So I'm going to go through the top 20 and then you and I are going to pick our top five. Okay. And that'll be the show. And then other people, when you, if you want to tell us what your top five are, then you can do that. Okay. Okay. So we got those two. And then from Dumbo, I thought, um, Casey jr. Though I'm not sure if that one counts completely because I'm not sure if that moves the plot forward. Mm -hmm. It sets
1: up the plot. Kind of. Ah, That's an interesting one because it is moving the plot forward where it's getting them to the circus. Right. But it's not necessarily about the circus. Yeah. Hmm. And it doesn't.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. That's a that's a maybe. All right. The next one is from Bambi. April showers which is one of my favorites drip drip drip, little April shower. sing ding 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 and then we have Cinderella has the music lesson or the oh sweet nightingale
1: sing sweet nightingale <laughs> ah! Ah! Ah!
0: <laughs> right the terrible terrible voice and then it goes into her <laughs>
1: oh that's such a good one that's a classic it is Uh, my favorite moment is where her finger gets stuck in the flute "Ah, (laughs) ah, 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 ah." you clumsy (laughs) you did that on
0: purpose (laughs) yep okay and then from peter pan we have following the leader or following the leader (laughs) the leader
1: now, is that sort of like Casey Jr. where it, it moves the plot along in the fact that it takes them from point A to point B where they end up getting captured? Oh, but they're not captured in the song.
0: No. So they start just... off
1: kind of like in the woods and they end up and the, at the end of that song, they're still in the woods and then boom, they get captured. So yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Because they could have just walked and been been captured. Right. So. All right. The next one is scomps. The drinking song scumps <laughs> scumps uh, our,
1: our children will marry our futures <laughs> unite <laughs> it's so great oh man it just looks like we've been doing some scumps
0: <laughs> yeah. we're recording this kind of late at night for us so it's 11 like... o'clock at night fyi so yeah we
1: might be a little little drunk on on sleep
0: yeah okay and then the next one is from 101 dalmatians Canine crunchies can't be beat. They oh, make hilarious. his world a special treat. <laughs> we have canine crunchies.
1: That's awesome. It's
0: fabulous. All right. So Sword in the Stone has Higgitus Figitus. Higitus Figitus. It's the one where he's packing up his suitcase. I'm mm-hmm. not completely sure if this one, you know, explains the character. I don't think it does, though, because I think you can get the fact that he's a A wizard. A wizard. You're a wizard, Berlin. (laughs) Out of a lot of other things. So I think I'm just going to keep it in there. All right. And then the next one from The Jungle Book, we have the Colonel Harthy's March.
1: Nice. Love that one.
0: It's a good one. And then the great mouse detective,
1: let me be good (laughs) to you. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite, favorite songs. Like that (laughs) baby blue mouse singing her stuff and like captivating everyone she was i don't know what her name is but she is i i gotta do a youtube video on like favorite random side characters that have nothing to do with the plots (laughs) in movies movies i'm not quite sure how you would categorize listen to my song (laughs)
0: life down here's been hard for you Life has made you strong, so let me lift the mood with my attitude. Hey, fellas. <laughs> the time is right. It's Keep going, so... Shelf. I'm done now. But this is just so fun. I love I I shouldn't <laughs> love this for whatever reason, but I do, and I'm a little okay sexy. with that. It's a little, yeah,
1: it's it's a little risque, I guess, for you know when we were watching it. I mean, nothing happens, but she she takes off her skirt and uh, then she has like the bodysuit thing.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's so good! It's so memorable and so great. Okay, yes. the next one is from the, we're getting into we're at, we're, these are all in in order of appearance, obviously. Uh, the next one we're going into the Little Mermaid. Les poissons, les poissons, how I love les poissons. (gasps) I have a chop and I serve little fish. First I cut off their head and I spit out their bones. (laughs) Oh goodness, it's a good one.
1: Just a Uh, peach. (laughs) chop. i've missed one <laughs> <laughs> see i think the fact we're already narrowed narrowing down our list based on the song the fact that we can just like sing the whole thing right yeah. here unprepared right yeah. right <laughs>
0: exactly and then from the lion king we've got the
1: luau oh i also was thinking um i've got a lovely lake oh that doesn't count that breaks the rules because it wasn't written for, for that movie. That's right. Yes.
0: Mm. That's right. And I, I see. don't know. Yeah. So, Luau song, it was definitely written for Pimba.
1: Definitely.
0: <laughs> you gotta eat my Pimba here because he's a treat. Ah, you aching? Yum, yum, yum. Or some bacon? Yum, yum, yum. He's, he's a big, a big pig. pig. You could be a big pig, too. Oi. There you go. Ah. Okay. <laughs> the next one in order of appearance was from a goofy movie lester's
1: possum park which i have a very soft spot in my heart for it. oh yes <laughs> link in our show notes for chelsea's very special appearance in this song
0: yes my one of my friends decided to make a live action version of this song and actually got the voice characters to come out from their perspective locations homes to arizona to play Goofy and Max. So it was fabulous. And I got to meet them, had hang out and we're besties now. We're not, but we, I, sh- I feel like we are.
1: And also we, we did one of our most recent episodes was her candid conversation that she had with each of these guys and the filmmaker. So really, really cool episode. Check it out. The episode number is rotoscopers.com. So, wow. It's a long time ago. The episode number is rotoscopers.com slash 213 to check that one out. Yes. And
0: if you are a patron, then you get the extra long uncut interview with that one, which I thought was funny. Just putting that out there, throwing the bait. All right. So the next one is from Hunchback. And I don't know if this one goes along with my rules or not. It's a guy like you. And the reason why I'm not sure is because it, does explain characters' motives, but it's not, I don't feel like you need it. Like you you get that he likes her, you know? Right. And it's just the the side characters singing this song to him figuratively in his mind, maybe, because we're not sure if they're if they're actually real or not. So I don't know, but I'm the I'm just gonna leave debate, it. Right? I'm just gonna leave it and say it is a filler song was not needed and therefore there you go
1: the whole purpose of this song is there the gargoyles are trying to convince him that he's worthy of her Mm -hmm. so before this song happens would the transformation be where he real does he realize i'm oh yeah i can totally pursue her no problem is, is he at the same point before the song as he is after the song? Or is it through the song that he does That's cozy true. up to the idea of, hey, you're right. A guy like me can go for a girl like her.
0: Oh, yeah. But then his That's the other are, filler song. Yeah. A girl
1: like her <laughs> can never-
0: <laughs> Yeah, but then it was like right after where he she like throws him into the friend zone completely. And it's like, yeah. oh. Yeah. So- i don't know i guess yeah you're i think it does explain it does a
1: little bit yeah
0: Yeah, so let's we'll take that one off it's no longer part of the filler songs
1: (gasps) um okay sorry quasi sorry always getting the short end of the stick (laughs) so for tarzan
0: we have trashing the camp which is fun oh hundred percent
1: definitely not needed it, and and there are lyrics in a way i know you said it has to have lyrics but they're they're not very um it's all scat english but, but
0: it's just yeah it's just
1: and yeah
0: our good old friends we don't need this <laughs> in sync in sync sang it for the
1: the yep. remix version or was it the remix or was it the actual version mm. Trash in the Camp is performed by Collins and InSync. That's at the end credits. And in the song, it's Rosie O'Donnell and Collins. Oh, Mr. Phil Collins. Okay. Gotta get your voice in there. Which, by the way, if you do not follow Lance Bass on Instagram, he is a great, great follow. <laughs> he's really trying to keep this millennial NSYNC vibe alive, and I'm here for it. <laughs> awesome. My favorite are the ones where he's just like playing on the fact that Justin wants nothing to do with InSync. He won't ever come back for a tour, or a reunion, a Skype gathering yeah, or even a no, phone he's like call. so cool so like a lot of his tiktoks and his instagram videos are sometimes will like put salt in that wound with him <laughs> and it's hilarious oh
0: all right so we've got next is meet the robinson and I, I wasn't sure if this one had one but i decided that the frog song with the mm. we need some maracas <laughs> i decided that that one was and it's called where yep. your heart is or where like, is yeah. your heart at that that was a, a, a filler song so then we're moving into the Princess and the Frog. Love it. And I decided the "Gonna Take You There," which is a little like jive song,
1: was a filler song. It cool. wasn't
0: one that I remember, <laughs> but which At is so I, Sally Wyatt's a reason.
1: Filler. Hence the reason she's not singing it to you right now, <laughs> right? <laughs> unlike this next song, unlike this next song, which I'm I'm also back and
0: forth on. I'm not sure if this one is just a reinforcement of. The plot points, or if it's actually because I don't think it's adding anything new. Um, so Tangled, I've got a dream, where they stop, Mm. they stop in the Snuggly Duckling, and everybody gets to sing. I I've got a dream, like what their dream is, and Mm -hmm. you know he, you get to meet all of these other people, but was it really?
1: mm, It wasn't. It's it's, explaining cut, explaining characters' motives. We already know her motive, but we. It definitely explains everyone else's motives, like all of yeah. the the pub the pub guys, right? So we're probably going to which does that have one a out. payoff at the end. Yes, that's true. Okay, so and we'll, in the in the series, our that's favorite.
0: true, that's true. So we'll we're gonna have to cut that one. Sorry, Tangle.
1: Oh man, you guys don't have a I've filler I've got a song. dream. I've got a dream.
0: I just want to see the floating lanterns gleam. Um. Okay, and then how? And this one also is kind of like back and forth. Within the movie of Frozen, and if you're not looking at a sequel, but just within Frozen, uh, Vuele, I think mm-hmm. that that one is a filler song. Even though they pay it off later in the second one, but it was almost an afterthought
1: that they paid it oh, off. Oh, for sure. So, They're like, oh, we should have like leaned more into this Scandinavian culture and we didn't. <laughs> so, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, throw yeah. there. That's great. So would you count this? You know, it's interesting. Filler, this isn't really... I I guess filler can come at the beginning. Filler can come in the middle. Filler Mm -hmm. can come at the end. When I think of filler, I think something in the middle. Um, But this is the very first song. And um, yeah, this song's always interesting. It always feels like it was from like a distant, far-off version of Frozen, but they kind of like kept it like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, we already had the song written, but it's filler. I mean, I don't understand how it progresses the plot at all it's like here's your title sequence so if you didn't have it you're good
0: (laughs) well and the fact that i said no title sequences or credit scenes so that's probably gonna
1: i mean you wouldn't yeah that's true because it's so short so maybe that doesn't count but you you don't consider frozen heart to be a filler song um i mean okay so let me let me clarify the question frozen heart like obviously we learn about Kristoff and his backstory you know he's kind of an orphan he's on his low on his own um I guess we don't necessarily even need that, but does the filler, does the song part have to actually do with the lyrics? Because what's happening with Kristoff is totally disconnected to the lyrics of that Mm -hmm. song. And I think this is a unique one. Yeah. Because um, yeah, normally they're connected, but this one, just like the men, the ice-cutting men are singing this song about a frozen heart, which again seems like a, f- a remnant from a previous version of frozen. Yeah. The frozen heart does come to play, but it, I think it was a bigger part. Um, like, it, the, like, it's just like, why are these guys singing this song? Right. <laughs> because Like they're ice cutters. Why are they singing about a frozen heart? And all that, I don't know. That song always kind of felt really out of place to me. But anyway, would that one be considered filler? I mean, cause if we cut it out, if we cut it out, we start with the girls And we, we go into the movie and then when they ride on the horses and they are going to the trolls, then, um, Kristoff pops up. Right. And we're like, oh, he's alone. He's a little kid. Like, so I would say that one is totally filler. Okay. Because the frozen heart, like we figure out the frozen heart stuff later when it's explained to us by the characters after it happens.
0: Okay. I will add that in. For me,
1: that would be my better. That would be my pick. I think both of those are kind of filler. Yeah but Frozen Heart for sure is more.
0: Okay. All right. And then the last movie, the most recent movie to have a filler song. Well, yeah, with the song would be Moana and shiny. Ooh,
1: I hated this song so (laughs) much when I first saw it. I was like, what is happening here? But I like it now. (laughs) I actually really like this song.
0: Yeah. It's, (laughs) And it's also the guy from Flight of the Concords, which makes me really happy as well. So it's like <laughs> there's a lot of things that that tie into my genuine liking of this song. But it's definitely filler in the fact that it doesn't do anything for like the main characters. It it progresses the plot in a way. I don't know. Does it though? Like because they could have just gone found the. Well, whatever they were looking for you know somewhere else and not had a song but he had mm-hmm. to have a song or it was he considered a villain would should this be a villain, a villain song
1: i think it technically is his villain song um
0: he's not the main villain he, of this of the story which was well, a confusing yeah. thing
1: he's like it's just a an antagonist they bump into along the way kind of like the little coconut guys and, mm-hmm. um yeah okay so I probably will end up moving hmm. that
0: one over to the villain song then.
1: But is it a villain song? Yeah, it is. It is a villain song as much as I would like to see it in here.
0: Because it's who I am.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. So I will okay. I will make that change and move that over to the villain songs. Well, there we go. Those are all of the filler songs that I was able to find as I went through all 60 movies <laughs> to nice. find... These songs and the ones that I did skip were kind of the the ones earlier on in the Disney franchise. So like Saludos Amigos, I felt like there's just those are all and like the Three Caballeros, Make My Music, Fun and Fancy Free, and Melody Time, mm-hmm. and the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. I felt like those didn't really count, uh, just uh-huh. because most of them are all music stuff, but they don't ever follow a a musical type like format. Um they're just kind of like conglomerate song. Like yeah. They're just thrown together in a way. So I didn't really count those also because I didn't really want to go back and listen to those. <laughs> so I lied. <laughs> there were one, two, three, four, five, six uh, six movies that I did not listen to the entire OST for. But here we go. For the main ones that are on your shelf, I did. <laughs> nice. Okay. So we're gonna go through and Morgan, uh, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Um, you can go first. All right. So my top five was really difficult to kind of pull together, but I'm gonna go with my number one is Canine Crunchies.
1: <laughs> Your number one <laughs> is number Canine one. Crunchies. First, canine of, crunchies? first of all, I love that song. I love that uh, song. And even when I was little, I just always thought it was so catchy and upbeat and just fun. Yeah. Uh, But I'm thoroughly shocked that that's what you put for number one.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe it's not my number one, but I think it is just because it is almost the complete epitome of a filler song. Like they, Uh it has nothing to do with anything other than they just watched this commercial and it was just fun. And it's something that's been in my head my entire life, basically. Yes so that's canine crunchies the next one is from a goofy movie lester's possum farm the next three i'm not sure if they're in order but they're there is i have let me be good to you Mm scumps and le poisson so those were my top five and if i were to move on a little bit more next would be april showers then sweet nightingale luau and trash in the camp. Okay,
1: so I have my top ten. I'm going to go from ten all the way to one. Number ten, April showers. It's good. It's classic. You know, it's Bambi. Mm-hmm. Number nine, trash in the camp. Shooba-doo, da ba Just nice. every time you hear it, you just you can't help but love it. Eight canine countries for me. I. Like I said, love this song growing up. I thought it was amazing. I can sing you all the lyrics, even the lyrics to the part where they cut away to the characters. Oh, yeah. And they're having dialogue over it because I did have this soundtrack. Yes, I did. I bought Mm -hmm. it on eBay back in the (laughs) day. So I know the (laughs) whole lyrics for it. So obviously, it had to make my list. Following the leader, I like this song. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, following the leader, I do like this song, Colonel. Haiti, uh, jungle book is fantastic. And I think this is just a really, really fun one. Now my top five, number five Scumps. I love Sleeping Beauty so Mm -hmm. much. And this song is just so different. It's so fun. It's a filler song, but it's a really good filler song. I can't explain it. It's just fun seeing these two guys just drink way too much wine (laughs) and talk about their children in the process of doing so. And just the way that they they continue getting drunker and drunker is hilarious. Number four, Let Me Be Good To You. I cannot explain how much of an impact this song had on me watching this (laughs) film growing up. I just obsessed with that baby blue mouse. She is perfection. Okay. I need a sequel just with her. Okay. I want to know her backstory. (laughs) Number three, Lester's possum park. Fun fact. My father-in-law's name is Lester and it's, yeah, yodel, 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 <laughs> yodel. Like, ah, I love it. I love it. It is so good. It is so weird. You feel Max's pain in that moment. Yes. And it's just a great little filler song. Number two, number two and number one, this was, Ooh, I didn't know which one was better, but you know what? I am going to put Sing Sweet Nightingale as the number two. This is really, really hard. I, I couldn't really decide, but that song is so classic. I love how off-key they are. I love the way that it ends. Just everything about that song is perfection. The, the, the stepsisters are amazing. And number one, that leads me to the final one, le so, so I feel the fact that every single millennial Disney fan kid can sing this word for word just goes to show the power of this movie The Little Mermaid but just yeah. how amazing this little song is so that is my ranking that's our and list guys, this was tons of fun <laughs>
0: I mean it's just a weird list but I love this list
1: <laughs> hmm chelsea i am totally stealing all the hard work that you did for I know this you would. i am gonna re i'm gonna repurpose this as a youtube video i think you just did special special um, well that sounds like i'm patronizing you you did incredible <laughs> sorry <laughs> you did you're so special chelsea you spent just, your entire just, saturday you did, doing this <laughs> you're just so special for <laughs> you know spending hours and hours on this little thing you did incredible work on this and yeah, I'm going to yoink it as good friends do and turn it into a YouTube video. Cause I think this is really, really fun and I'd love to go into this more. So, all right.
0: Well, I think you should be excited because our next nerdy couch discussion, or at least Over the next series we have in front of us, we're going to do the best opening song, which I think I'll also just add in just best opening song in general, because some some movies just start off with a really cool song, music or lyrics or not. So I think that's what we're going to I'm going to do. Another one is going to be the best villain song and then the best I want song. And eventually we'll get into the best love song. So awesome. That's what we're going to be going at. I'm really excited to go through this series.
1: And before we go, I want to just remind you about our listener survey. This is the way that we're able to get feedback directly from you. What do you like about the podcast? What don't you like? Get your thoughts on ads and different things that we offer. This ultimately is going to we're going to look at every single response and use it to help us craft a better show for you, find better advertisers that are a better fit for our audience, and just have a better feel of who's listening, who are, who is our new group of friends. We want to thank you for listening to this show. Let us know your favorite filler songs. I am looking forward to the comments on Instagram on what you guys thought of this discussion, what you liked, what you didn't like. Was there something that we missed? Let us know on Instagram. All right. Until next time, we are the
0: rotoscopers.
1: I thought it was. Oh, let's see. Maybe it. Okay, I know that Rosie's singing it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Trash in the Camp. Ah, oh, the old Disney Wiki. In Sync. <laughs> Other performers. Phil Collins and In Sync. Oh, this is not helpful. Disney Wiki, you're the worst. <laughs> I don't. Okay, Tarzan OST. I just need the track list. Uh oh, this what what? Trash in the camp's not even on this. Ugh. you need something right. You got to do it yourself. So there is, oh. So there you
0: go. Sorry, then, that
1: that will probably that'll probably be blooper. So just say Yeah. I am Pip, uh Pippa. Well, I, sometimes I call you Pippa and I think because I'm always yelling at her. <laughs> oh. Not yelling, but yeah. Uh like Pippa, do this, Pippa. Right, right. Um <laughs>